Just Say. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Can I Just Say, a podcast about The Apprentice. I am your host, Siobhan Ma, and I'm here with my cherished co-host, Gemma Flynn. How are you? Hello, Siobhan. I am so happy to be here. How are you? Well, yeah, I'm good. How are you doing? Stu McPherson, my other co-host. Bonsoir, mon ami. I'm well. Who are you? What's going on? That was quite a Gemma intro. I did a like, uh, yeah, anyway. It's very uh, <laughs> lo-fi podcast vibes to study and chill to. <laughs> yes, thank you. Yeah, that's what we're going for. I feel like late night records always have that sort of, they're either chaotic or they're like mm. lo-fi mm. Yes, yeah. I'm always at a, a hyperactive level of like 11 out of 10. So when you guys go <laughs> nighttime lo-fi jazz, I really have to actively take <laughs> take my vibe down and not to work, notch to work. No, well, let's bring the vibe up. Let's bring it up. <laughs> yeah, let's meet you okay. at your level now. Yeah, yeah come absolutely. step up, guys. There's no smoke without fire, as Alan <laughs> Cheer keeps saying. Let's go. Yeah, he really does. <sighs> We're back again. Week seven. <laughs> The We're back. Just, they fly in, don't they? The weeks start coming, and, and they, they don't, don't stop, stop coming. coming. <laughs> do we have any news? We forgot to consult about this. Siobhan, any news? I do have a little bit of news. Yeah, go for um, it, my friend. Play jingle. Play jingle. Can I just news? So it's kind of more of the same. You know, we get these like snippets of like behind the scenes um, info every now and again hmm. and this week it is from Catherine runner-up from last year who I'd fully completely forgotten about until I googled this news she was the pajama lady pajama Lee. oh yeah she um, was nice she was a shoe crush if I remember correctly one of many yeah she Guilty. played the big breasted prison escapee so <laughs> she did yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's some of us fair. haven't forgot about that <laughs> Yeah, so she did a little interview with, I think it was OK Mag was the source, um, mm. but just kind of giving us a bit of insight into how they make the show. So she said, I've watched the show for years, so before I went into the process, I mentally prepared myself for the early mornings and late nights. I knew that I'd be pushing myself well on the show. And this is a bit, that this is new info, I think, to us. She said, you're not allowed to take clocks or watches in the house. So I didn't casino know vibes. what time it was when I woke up. Yeah, real No clocks. Vibes. Keep them dazed and confused. It's a tortured method. Um, <laughs> so she said, it was filmed in June and it was still dark outside. When I went downstairs, I could see the time on the cooker and it was 4.30 a.m. When I got back from filming, it would sometimes be 9 or 10 p.m. at night. It was intense. Being a fan of the show, I put a lot of thought into how I'd cope with the early mornings. You genuinely only have 20 minutes to get ready, but if I've got the time, I could take three hours to get ready. Every night I used to get my outfit out and pack my bags. I didn't wear that much makeup on tasks and I put my hair in a plait so that it was ready quickly in the morning. Smart. This is amazing intel. This is great. Um, She next goes on to say... Things could get tense in the boardroom, but when you apply, you don't apply to go home. You apply because you want the investment. I hold grudges badly. <laughs> if someone throws me under the bus, I don't <laughs> let it go. I thought it was going to be savage, but it wasn't like that at all. So then she said, because of, they obviously were filming during COVID. So she said they, they had to stay in the bubble. The garden was beautiful and we would put on music and do workouts together as a group. There you wow. go. But you're not allowed to talk about tasks in the house. 
So or time. A team of, <laughs> or time. Tasks or time. The, t- the crucial T words. Um, and she said there's a team of five other people who lived with them to make sure they stuck to the rule. Oof. The producers. Yeah. Well, a team of five so, narcs live with them. Yeah. Five narcs, <laughs> Traitors. Yeah. yeah. Five traitors live with them. Another T. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, that's amazing. So, thorough. And it is true that they all they all sleep in the same room together. So she said, luckily, all the girls got on really well. Um, we'd get into bed and have a little chat in the mornings. And on our days off, I'd get the coffees and someone else would get the bagels. Oh. It was like having a sleepover every single night. Even when that's we could class. have our own rooms, Harps and I stayed together. They're missing a trick by not filming more of this. You know, give us the the Love Island element. Like, give us yeah. the behind Absolutely. the scenes. After I would Dark. watch that over your fired. Like, I would watch the yes. Apprentice After Dark. All of those unseen bits that they do on Love Island. Yes, I'd like to see, see just that. the twenty minutes where they have to get ready unedited, just raw footage of that. Yes. Yeah, Everyone running around. Having fights over who's going to shower. I mean, how yeah. do they do that? What order do they do it in? You know, exactly. That's a good point. I, I'm. I can only assume that some people are nighttime showers and sometimes some people are morning showers. Hmm. Yeah, if I need to get up before, I would say nine thirty a.m. I'm showering the night before, and that's five hours, five and a half hours after they're having to get up. Fair enough. That's how you do it. But yeah. so they. So there's the reason that they don't have clocks so that they can't set their own alarms and get up earlier than the I would the, assume the so call. yeah because oh. they want them to be they want them to have like 20 minutes so mm. yeah to punish them I mean, so that they can get a fun what 30 seconds of content yeah, yeah. max at the top of the show <laughs> being like, which is the same ah. every week and is not even entertaining really <laughs> well I, that's actually a good place to start for this week because I wanted to do before we get in, jump into the task. I wanted to do a little bit of decor watch, which we is a new bit on new, new feature, new segment. <laughs> Hopefully, eventually we'll get the to the point where we don't even talk about the actual task at all. <laughs> it's just fashion and decor. We're just and doing watches yeah. straight to movie corner. Yeah. After Font. that, straight to movie corner. Yeah, I never noticed the simply giant canvas of a tiger that was above the phone. Enormous, isn't week. it? Yeah. And the only reason I saw it this week is because I noticed for the first time that the phone is on a really tacky little tiger's head statue. Yes, ah. yeah. It's very interesting. They do change the phone up, it seems, every series. And yeah, maybe they've got a kind of jungle theme going on. But it reminded me a lot of like the art that Thomas Skinner sells in his pillow shop. In his bosh <laughs> Which is like a photo of a, a, like a bottle of Joe Malone. <laughs> yeah, it's gorgeous. Really Still Artois logo in a frame. Yeah. yeah, like a monkey drinking a pint. Uh-huh. Or like a clock that's, that's like a Stella Artois bottle head thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like yeah, exactly, the bottle top, exactly. but then it's got a clock <laughs> hands on it. <laughs> exactly. Photo of Michael Corleone from The Godfather with a bullet embedded in the frame. Yeah. Or Stewie from Family Guy, that's primo that type of art. You know, you'll see Stewie in the mix (laughs) there. Yeah. But there was also another little thing that I noticed, which was Avi had a pillow that said chill. Yep. That was it. That that drew my eye as well. Quite a frantic beginning to the episode. I think it was Kim K that was asking the question on everyone's lips, which is, what is St. Paul's? 
Yeah. <laughs> did she? Did you guys? Probably hear not a dance she, academy with that name. <laughs> yeah. Never know. I think I heard her ask if there was a rooftop beer garden or something like that. The yeah. rooftop bar. Someone said they'd had they'd been to a rooftop bar, but I'm like, well, interesting. Yeah. I was trying to figure out what they meant by that. There's like a quite a fancy shopping mall right next to St Paul's. Ooh. And I think that does have a rooftop bar. So maybe she was really thinking about mm. the mall rather than the cathedral. It's very apprentice, that, isn't it? Yeah. Once again, your knowledge of London coming yeah, in so uh, handy. London correspondent, Siobhan Ma. <laughs> Over to you. <laughs> so yeah, they headed to St. Paul's mm-hmm. Cathedral. Where they were met by Sir Alan at the, at the altar. <laughs> Assumed his place right, right up yeah. top. As God intended. We've seen some stretches in our in our days covering this show of the task and the location in which they learn the task. But gun to the head, if you're stood in St. Paul's in front of Lord Sugar, I mean, how long is it before you arrive at Kids Lunchbox and App? Because for me, (laughs) it could be an eternity. What I was just about to say. Yeah. It's (laughs) such a red herring, isn't it? Unbelievable. It's something else. I love it. But they do always try and guess, but they're never anywhere close, you know? Yeah, it would have been fun if they had to design like rosary beads or something. I would have loved <laughs> that. Would be that. great. I'd love that. A new imagine. sort of priest's gown. Yeah, <laughs> and to sign a new priest's gown and rosary beads—that'd be so good. <laughs> Part of me did have a moment where I thought, "Is this going to be the? Is this going to be the coffin challenge?" <laughs> oh, the, the much, much, the much uh, anticipated. anticipated coffin final challenge. Tm. Well, that was not to be. Yeah, it's it's a big stretch, isn't it? Yeah. But so they went off to do, they were told lunchbox and healthy eating app. So that's, there were, one thing I noticed that it was strange about this task is that nobody came forward early on as a mumtrepreneur or dad entrepreneur or whatever the other equivalents are. We still don't know, do we, if there is any. We assume there's not any entrepreneurs in there. I yeah. don't think there's any. And actually, Marnie is truly the opposite of a entrepreneur because she said that she doesn't know much about children. Mm. Yeah. It's usually this kind of task where they show themselves, you know, they show their cards. Mm. They say, right, yeah, I've got three well, at home. The Ten perfect task for Sahil because he's got a martial arts business. <laughs> yeah. it's yeah. Sort of the fifth or sixth time that's been the perfect task because he's had a martial arts business. This is one of the closer <laughs> ones. Because he works with kids age six onwards in his martial mm. arts business, yeah. I assumed mm. when he pitched that at the beginning that he was going to get shot down again the way he's been shot down every time. But Marnie, was, it was kind of a scorning of the ages, wasn't it? For Marnie, it was a big Oof. scorning. Scorning left and right. It was relentless <laughs> scorning. Bam, jabbed again. She was doubly <laughs> scorned, wasn't she? Because she wasn't chosen to be PM, which and then she I get. Got cocked on the sub team as well. Exactly. Boom. Lift. Lift. <laughs> jab to the Knock jaw. Out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do we feel about Marnie at this stage? Do we like her? Do we? I didn't. Are we I thought she was. I thought she was interrupting a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I thought her idea was good on paper. If you'd have mm, got me to vote yes. at that stage, I'd be like, pirates are taking this. And Avi you, was right when he yeah. said that it was the execution, really, that was bad. Well, was, crucially, yeah. this is what happens with The Apprentice, is that on paper, 
things sound good quite yeah. often. Gamers need play the execution. <laughs> <laughs> the execution is yeah what brings it down. That's sort of yeah. the overall thesis of this podcast, really, isn't it? <laughs> Just like the execution could have been better. It's true and, in real life, though, isn't it? We've yeah, all got ideas, absolutely. pal. Ideas ain't worth shit. <laughs> exactly. It's what you actually do in reality. Yeah, how you put your ass into it, basically. Yeah. Put your back into it, put your ass into it, <laughs> get it done. But yeah, it's it wasn't great. But yeah, Marnie, I, I, I struggled with her a bit this week because she was quite you know, antsy about having this idea early on. She thought Suhail had copied her, which was really, really funny because yeah, he's like panned over to his notebook. He had like a crudely drawn little pirate's <laughs> box as well. <laughs> Not everyone is a, a, a great artiste, you know, Marnie. No. Yeah. Boxer, right lawyer, artist. There's nothing she can't do. <laughs> Yeah. But Danny, on the other hand, on her team, she stepped up really strongly with her idea. Firstly, she wanted to be PM because she had the Regardless perfect Regardless of whether it's suited or for not. It. She yeah. was looking good. She felt good. She was feeling herself that day. She decided we're going for it, which is fair fucks. Yes. I love that. Love that energy. But then when I really enjoyed when Danny proposed her character because she she said, I have an idea of a caterpillar called Munch. And it sounded like she'd been almost living with this character for many days, years, yeah. months, you know. She just it was Munch's time to to come out, you know. She she'd been letting him bubble away in her mind. Her mind's eye for a while. And yeah. it was to be set in a secret garden as well, crucially. Munch. And again, on paper, <laughs> a pretty good idea. And I think Munch is one of the better names that Though we it get. it wasn't called Munch, was it, in the end? It was called Larry. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh. How did that happen? Which, for my money, one of the great cartoons since MC Google, Larry. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely. What you need to know about me is first and foremost, I'm a Larry Stan. Big Larry Stan. Was it his human hands that you liked? (laughs) (laughs) There was something deeply upsetting about him, wasn't there, Larry? I think I know what it is. The MC Gogo similarity is the roundness. They were both round, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't want to be the one to say it, but for me, Larry, I mean, Anal beads was where I went immediately with uh, yeah. the designs. <laughs> there was no earthly reason for him to be flesh coloured, which I think I think it was Victoria that said we need to make the caterpillar as human like as possible, and no one challenged that. Yeah, he got to and wear then, a watch, Larry. Maybe that's why, because they're yeah, all exactly. craving watches. That, that guy time. knew what time it was. <laughs> yeah, I really want to know how they got from Munch to Larry. I did not. They didn't make a big deal out of that because obviously in the uh, motorbike task when Kathy was issued in favour of (laughs) Zipsaf that was a huge (laughs) problem and a big theme of the episode whereas Larry's uh, stampling over Munch was sort of glossed over. Yeah, but I think it wasn't wasn't it the sub team like Simba and Victoria they. They, they kind of decided that Munch as the concept was too young, didn't they? And the best way they could make it more cool was to get that backwards baseball cap on. Maybe change his yeah. name to Larry. Maybe that's where Maybe the name get this kid rapping. In. Kids love raps. Let's get him hip-hopping. Like, get it's a crazy, watch on him. It? I, 
<laughs> I need a psychologist to analyze these people's brains. Yeah. In what <laughs> world is Larry a good name for a, for a rapper? For, for a rap, a caterpillar rapper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What would baffling. you call a caterpillar rapper, Siobhan? Cassie or something. <laughs> <laughs> Cassie the caterpillar. Cool. MC Cassie. That, I think you're forgetting yeah. what. Uh, what, alliter- what alliteration means to us and its status as any other Kazi with a K. Kazi Hello. With a K. Now we're talking. Kaz E, like Kaf E. He's an electronic <laughs> human caterpillar rapper. <laughs> it is funny. I know it was picked up oh, on in the Lord. pitch much later when uh, I think one of the women from the one of the actual companies. The major said retailer. It's very 90s, which is a good point of like, these yeah. are all like young people in their like 20s and early 30s and their notion of what's going to appeal to kids is a backwards baseball cap doing like a very 90s rap it's really odd <laughs> i know that's what it's people so maybe like 10 years older than me would have enjoyed in the 90s yeah. it's like a joke <laughs> you, know? you would do yeah. if you're writing a comedy character that's out of touch with the kids that's what you would do yeah 100%. yo 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 i'm a rapid caterpillar my name is <laughs> here larry and i'm here to say you better keep an eye exactly. on your calories. <laughs> you fat kids. <laughs> God damn. So good. Can we do a quick little um, fashion watch? Please. Yes, please. Siobhan. On to the second watch of the episode. Larry, yeah, his Larry's tea. Cap. His, tea, his red tea and his MAGA cap. Um, <laughs> Make Larry thin again. <laughs> No, we you touched on Danny and how she she was like, I don't want to waste this outfit. I want to be PM. Her outfit was phenomenal, in my opinion. It was really bringing a clueless vibe. Mm, you know, I loved it. Which yeah. we love to see. What do you call she that? I might be misremembering, but in my mind, she's wearing a turtleneck and it's sort of green and white, and then the suit is green. Is that right? She was. It was kind of like a Chanel style. Yeah, like that. I was going to ask what you call thing. that pattern. Yeah. But yeah, but no, no, she, she looked, looked great. Yeah. She looked so good. Those colours really popping on her. Um, but I also loved Victoria's little like orange pinafore that she had with a very like she had a shirt on underneath that had like quite a sharp collar, mm. which I thought also looked great. So yeah. shout out to Danny. Danny and Marnie's Victoria. blue suit as well. I like Marnie's blue suit. That's mm. the kind of thing mm. I've been I coveting should. for a long time. Yeah. It's really, really hard to find suits that like fit that way though you know for women because you've got to get it like over your tits and so that means yeah. you sometimes get big big shoulders <laughs> you know so it can be hard so shout out I to think her. crucially it's all about ta- it's getting it tailored isn't it that's yeah what I think that's what, oh, the dream that's the, the big issue that's the dream yeah but um yeah we also have to give a shout out to Bradley and Sahail who we're just two blokes in suits drawing a brown box. <laughs> <laughs> that really made me laugh. Oh my God. That could describe quite a lot of what goes on in The Apprentice though, couldn't it? Karen, <laughs> Karen could just be like, you were just two. It's not their fault what the dress code is. <laughs> yeah. You're just five blokes in suits harassing locals at a beach bar in yeah, Antigua. Two blokes in suits by the ocean. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I loved Danny's anything. very evocative phrase for me. A really brief sketch she drew. Just a brief one. 
<laughs> she's, she's been without watches release. so long that to her a sketch can be measured in time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. The, the teeth on that, Larry, was quite they were quite um disturbing as well. The big big human teeth, sort of. It was cursed, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Mark wanted the leaf to be plain white. He wanted the, the, their lunchbox to just be plain white <laughs> and to prioritize getting a lot your ham sandwich. Absolutely. <laughs> I liked his phrase, uh, his, the sentence when he said, people ain't going to be able to get their ham sandwich in there. Like he was really worried about this sandwich that he just made up in his head and it was ham that was specific. I mean, he was right. It was a fucking Classique. terrible shape for a box. Yeah. But later, Megan tried to claim that you know the square box is 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 done. You know it's we've done. seen the square Overdone. box and all that all right, the square box can achieve. Just square lunchbox. We try to change We're the game done. here. We're market disruptors. She even implied <laughs> ah, that maybe yeah. in future people can cut their sandwiches to to be more uh, fitting their box. As if you know, cut yeah. it in the shape of a leaf, the sandwich, if you really want it. I think she was <laughs> yeah. so close to making a point there of like like Japanese style bento box. I don't know if you guys have ever yes. seen like they, where they cut Are they in an extremely cuts, shit like, sandwiches. Shit. Well, they, they try and make them look like things yeah. right, okay. more than just like some bread. So I feel like visual. she was so clo- like close to that, but she didn't quite hit mm. that point. Yeah. Um, She's focused too much on the death of the square box as a concept. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, um, a bit of, like I, I like the leaf. Honestly, I was like, yeah, this is it. Me too. Stimulating my imagination. I'm like, yes, my sandwich is going to be a square, sh- a strange shape inside this, but that's fun. It's a little something new, you know. Maybe they could have tapped into that a bit more. The you're I not mean, in the key six to eight demographic, though, Gemma. No, <laughs> no, sadly. <laughs> but that I makes sense it. for you, G, because you famously love puzzles. So. It makes sense that you'd have want something that will. Is like, that fit me? In. Do I, I famously, I didn't think you famously, famously love, love puzzles. <laughs> well, I, I feel like Gemma gets really memory. stoned and starts new hobbies quite a lot, and then we remember them and she forgets. Yeah, yeah, I have yeah. a very strong memory <laughs> of going to record the pod, and you sent a message to me and she beforehand that was like, "Oh, listen, I've got a puzzle going. Puzzle. Don't." I do touch remember it. that phase. Yeah, ah, that's right. Because I knew your guys were full of hijinks and would be messing around with my puzzle. Doing bits. And that yeah, she was hours. worried that we were going to like steal a bit of a puzzle or something. Like we, like <laughs> yeah. we were the lads from Jackass, me and you, Siobhan. Let me give a shit about a jigsaw. <laughs> that's what happens when you let people within reach of a puzzle. They'll comically take one piece, but that could be devastating. You know. I think you need a bit of friends, Gemma. I would trust. I would trust people around my puzzle. Well, you guys did not. I mean, I never finished that puzzle, so you're you're both no. right. <laughs> I remember I did. It was like a scene from Cuba, and I managed to do the big yes. long car. Ugh. Days gone by. I'll never get get that time back. But yeah, maybe I'll crack that out again. But yeah, you thanks. That was a good sort of test of your friendship, guys. And it doesn't seem that you're you, welcome. You honed me on that one so well done <laughs> <laughs> but no I thought the leaf was fun compared to the brown box yes it was God, compared much to more that exciting. tasteful fucking like it looks like a man's jewellery box or something almost you know it was just just brown a brown yeah. as you like could have could have been a brick <laughs> I'd kind of I would honestly I would defend the brown box I think kids like pirates Pirates boxes are made out of wood. Wood is brown. If they want to have it, I, I get the logic of it. I don't think it's mm. a crazy choice. But shoot, 
They Unlike the brown wand Sahail, to brush your teeth. Sahail literally was like, let's put a wood grain on it. And then he was like, no, I don't like it. Let's just go back to solid That ground. I disagreed with. If you're going to make it brown, <laughs> at least make it wood. Exactly. Like the, the Asda people said, though, couldn't a treasure box be any colour? Like gold would be fun, you know, or, you know. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. They should have maybe taken Make that on board. It a bit the, more. Sh- the shape of the leaf is cumbersome. They didn't even have like gold buckles. It had silver in the end because in the prototype it was purely brown. Even like the lock and everything, I was like, that's mad to have the lock brown. Because <laughs> if they'd have made it nice and gold, it could have looked quite cool and all right, or at least yeah. more authentic, like the pirates. Yeah. But from a practical sense, it's a better shape because at least you've got the dome. For me, that's perfect for crisps. You're not squashing right. the crisps. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah exactly. That's a good I'm just thinking, what's the most food I can eat at lunch? Yeah, and I'm choosing the pirate box there. and I'm having three bags of crisps. Yeah. Right, <laughs> Boom. Done. Did you guys have lunch boxes at school? Yeah, but I went yeah. to primary school in like the 80s. So it was like, you know, uh, I was when like. When the original a little, brown like... box came out, it was just a brown box. That was it. <laughs> yeah. Well, we had like square ones that were like, um, like Care Bears or something, you know, on the front. Mm. And then you'd have like. The little thermos that came with it a little bit with some yeah, water nice. in it. Yeah, nice. Cute. That was classic. quite classy. What yeah. did you have, Siobhan? I had one that had like mini, like in like little mini boxes inside it. Yeah, mm-hmm. little mini compartments. And then I also had, I, when I was a little bit older, I had like a, a metallic one, like a really old school, like 70s like one. from the war. <laughs> from the war, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> For your rations. I don't rations. recall what my, uh, my lunchbox was. I'm guessing Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. Classic. Anything's better than having a really squashed leaf shape. <laughs> a little half yeah. sandwich, to be fair. Yeah. But yeah, the treasure chests, I'm with you. It makes sense, doesn't it, as a little lunchbox thing. But everyone absolutely hated it. One thing I really enjoyed so was much. when Bradley said, the overall job of a lunchbox is to keep food fresh. He just wanted us all to bear that in mind. <laughs> Underline that, the that job. in the notepad. <laughs> Let's not lose sight of that. Because it wasn't <laughs> yeah. until the pitches that it really fully dawned on me that like, they were just like, who would buy this leaf for their kids? Like, you're some poor parent, you got to get up before you work to cut their sandwiches up and make their fucking stupid lunch. You don't want to be jamming a sandwich into this shit half like, well, a box where you're like, you can only even access half of it. It's such an annoying shape. Like, you would never buy that. Yeah, mm. exactly. Do you remember when Tim was following around the the lunch boxes and he said that, the pirates were oh no Muncha Lunch was not shouting cool at all he took a yeah. look at their yeah. does not shout sketches cool. <laughs> Tim but was yeah. doing a lot of quite wide eyed reactions what have I rolled this, this week, week from Timmy yeah. yeah he couldn't believe it he couldn't believe it he's not fully cottoned on to how shit the apprentice candidates are now even though he's sort of been involved on and off for years now mm. he's not clocked that yeah, every no, week it's the I first year. <laughs> yeah. he's expected them to be a higher standard somehow so, so we got to the wrapping, I think, from there. Is that when they decided to 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 do the the sort of audio visual sort of stuff? And our guy Avi played the pirate. <laughs> yes, Jews raising the roof, a la Simba. The shoulders right up. Can you get them high? <laughs> Tell us. I feel like Simba rapping five a day keeps the doctor away is really this series round the earth around the moon for us <laughs> yes it's the theme it's got that I was pissing yeah. myself during his rap it looks so funny when he's doing all these exaggerated moves and uh, rapping and he really threw his his whole ass into it to be fair to the guy he really did yeah. he loved you it he was really proud credit. of himself yeah 
But the message of five a day keeps the doctor away is quite a grim one to to send to children as well. Famously, children are at the start of their lives and uh, not yet in the throes of a mortality crisis that many of us <laughs> grapple with later on. Yeah. So absolutely, a shame for them to have to start thinking at that young age about keeping that that doctor away. Yeah. But horrifying, really. I didn't really hear if there was a lyric about getting your prostate examined and how important that is. Um, <laughs> It had that energy, didn't it? Just like, yeah. yeah, the NHS is crumbling. Look after yourselves. That's, that's the vibe. Yeah, <laughs> doggy dog out there. That is why it was so crazy that the other team were doing what is a calorie was one of the questions, wasn't it? On their, oh. on their, uh, I hate to say quiz because. <laughs> yeah, the pirate yes. was what is a calorie as well. God, so both of them were doing health related stuff. Obviously, we don't know exactly what. I can't remember the wording of the task at the beginning, but I feel like every year now we have this thing where, well, two points. Firstly, and I'm part of this, I would say, I and no one on The Apprentice ever understands the difference between a three-year-old and an eight-year-old and what they're into. (laughs) Literally never, not once. No. (laughs) And secondly, when it comes to kids making apps and shit for kids, no one knows how educational it's supposed to be and how fun it's meant to be. They always feel a pressure for it to be educational, which immediately makes it dull as dishwater. Yeah. And between those so two problems, weird. that ensures that we get a lot of laughs every year. In this task. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're so right, Shu. Yeah. Someone will say to them, though, at some point, like, don't, you know, this is too too young, too young. You know, the, we need to think about six to nine year olds. They, they're much more into being cool at school. And they'll be like, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll they want a lunchbox that says, fuck you on it. Yeah. <laughs> But so it's a shame they didn't have a single person who was a parent in there or had met a, or yeah. known a child. Well, I mean, yeah. Sahil, that, that was his pitch. would have smashed that. That he knows kids. <laughs> Why did he not make like a martial arts theme? Oh my one? God, karate or something, whatever that he does. That would have been yeah. so much cooler. That would have been great. And you could sort of kick it and smash it, you know, like a, <laughs> yeah. like one of those Would blocks. it be seen as too niche maybe would be my guess. I don't know. Right, yeah. You don't want to kick through your lunchbox every day to get your sandwich Violence, yeah. (laughs) There's a big plank of wood that you need to chop in half and then you rip a phone book in half and then you can have have your sandwich. (laughs) Yeah, there's a protein bar inside. (laughs) (laughs) I did feel like the um, Larry slash Munch app was, considering that they probably do have really strict time restraints and like really it's really strict about what they can do i did think their idea was Mm. pretty decent it was kind of like a tamagotchi vibe and also there was progression with it and a natural end point of the butterfly it had some thought to it yeah even if the game was just simba tapping an ipad as many times as he could (laughs) water water water. and also (laughs) it was cursed to me that larry had arms and a face and a cap and a watch but the, but the butterfly had nothing. The butterfly was just a butterfly. Okay, what well, happens to the watch, your watch when you become heart, don't you? when you become a, butter- a beautiful yeah. butterfly? butterfly. <laughs> you shed your watch. <laughs> <laughs> you shed your Rolex day one as a butterfly. You start again. No need for time. You're killing it. You've 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 undergone the and you suddenly no longer resemble a human. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Where do the teeth go? Those big teeth. Terrifying thought. Like you become a, a butterfly. 
<laughs> yeah. I wish they'd kept the teeth. That would have been so funny. At least it wasn't uh, the very businessy sounding platinum pirate adventure, though, which had the yeah. pirate, which he had a hook, I think, our pirate, but I don't know if he got ears ever. He was losing other limbs as well. I think if you took a good look at him, he was missing like the leg, maybe another hand also. All so he was... Yeah. Which uh, which Lord Sugar equated to ill health. <laughs> so I'm taking I'm, I'm taking health advice from this geezer. I'm with no hands. Well, you can have no hands and be healthy. What are you talking about? I thought it was toxic actually from Lord Sugar, and it was a- ableist. Yeah, that's right. Fair yeah. enough. And Avi, our guy, brought him to life. The pirate. Really did, yeah. The pirate eventually had a name as well. It was revealed. For- Pip. Yes, Pip. It was revealed very late in the. Episode, my favorite pip the pirate. Get me me lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Deep down in the bottom of the ocean. That's what I wrote. <laughs> Avi's performance is like I needed to put that on two point speed because it was so slow. God love him. It literally took five minutes. Yeah, he's an icon. I think he's got gravitas in his performance. I'm so gl- so glad to see him playing the pilot pirate. And so glad yeah. that he wasn't again wasn't brought back for the final three. So he absolutely sails through to the next round. <laughs> this guy's sleepwalking his way to 250k, baby. God I hope bless. he gets it. I'm rooting for him so much. <laughs> he is yeah. a disruptor, as we've said before. He's a disruptor. Yeah. Jumping ahead uh, to the boardroom. Um, obviously, we can go back, but it's just going to talk about Avi. Once again, a little uh, sub genre of my favorite things from this series is. Avi watching the other team's video and loving it. <laughs> it was designed for th- well, three-year-olds, basically. And he's he's sitting like nodding his it. head along, just really loving the colours and the music. <laughs> and rap. Yes. Well, since we're doing best of Avi, I'd, I'd love to speak up on behalf of something Avi was doing as well, which is Please. he was really... telling a story around statistics and putting oh, himself forward man. to say that he had not only grasped the statistics that he had gotten into the details and he could really energize and bring them to life in a way that no one else could. And he was right. It's in the such end, a shame we didn't get to that. see it. What his vision for the stats were. Abby's <laughs> up to stats. That. Yeah, that, that, that one data point that one was, out of nine people yeah. wanted to play What with gold it. was he planning on spinning with that stat? That was my question. And it's such a shame that even in the boardroom, Lord Sugar, which I was amazed by, didn't pull him up for it. Mm, Let me speak. Let me speak. Let me speak over Marnie. (laughs) Yeah, it was that. It was it was that stat in particular that that was the reason that I should have been in the pitch. And then I thought I'd have put my house on Lord Sugar. Gone. Well, how the how would you do that? How are you going to make one out of nine kids spin into it? How are you going to spin that? Yeah, no one asked. We're going to have to get him to do a rap on TikTok about it or something. He wanted to say it was 11% rather than one out of nine, which is something. But it's, it's not much, you're right. I would have loved to have seen him sing, try and really make that sing, you know, in the, in the presentation. But they were all disappointed with what Marnie did with it. Oh, yeah, honestly. It was a shambles, wasn't it, really? Yeah. Um, My idea instead of the pirate was just to have Avi. When I saw him do it, I thought, kids would love Avi. Just have Avi be the mascot. Yep. And it's like an avatar and it's Avi the Avi and it's just him being himself <laughs> talking his fucking bullshit and kids would lap up and they'd love it and I think they'd fall for him the way we have. And what 
yeah. shape would you make the lunchbox, Stu? Avi shape. Mm. <laughs> it's him in a suit as the looking like Starth as the lunchbox. And then you cut your sandwiches in the shape of Avi as well. I love that. I'd buy it in a second. <laughs> wow. Let's get that on the merch. I'd like to list. go back to when Marnie spent ages trying to pick a background for yep. the game and she kept being like back 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 go back scroll up scroll down and Kim K and Avi were just like can we just pick one mm. yeah I felt that honestly I felt, I felt that it's not a time designers. for perfectionism no and especially she, when you've she not missed got music out and all stuff. the stuff yeah or an yeah, ending music's so music. important or the ending crucially all the sounds it of an app which Lord Sugar something. called pings and bongs <laughs> 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 yep. <laughs> pings and bongs. Sorted for pings and bongs. My favourite pulp song. Um, but yeah, no. Going back as well to the name, which was what yes. was what actually was the name? Platinum Pirate Adventures. Platinum Pirate Adventures. A disgraceful and choice. Bradley Bradley wasn't vibing with it, was he? And he was kind of trying to give other names, but literally he all the only names he gave were Pirate Fresh and Treasure Fresh. He yeah. wanted it to be fresh. He really had fresh on the mind, didn't he? Yeah. What was Bradley? It? Yeah. Siobhan, what did you think when Bradley revealed that his passion is design? Oh. <laughs> I mean. He, he didn't bring the, that to the table, did he? Is that true? No, he didn't. He said that it, in the boardroom. That, that never came up in the, the zips up week. No. No, he, well, he crucially wasn't on the design team. Well, yeah, so but if his passion's that, maybe he should have put right. himself on the design team and well, then he wouldn't exactly, have had a stupid yeah. fucking black and white kids drawn <laughs> flag thing. <laughs> That's right. I remember his face when he saw it, though. <laughs> the the corporate vibe of that logo, by the way, with the there's font watch now, Siobhan, but the Platinum yes. Pirate, whatever it was, it looked like eventually when global warming fucks us and there's like a housing crisis when we have houses like in the ocean i think that's mm, like yeah. what an estate agents would be called kind of thing that's what yes. like. a sea-based estate agents yeah. yeah can't afford to live on land <laughs> platinum pirate adventures are for you <laughs> and they were using Gemma's what looked like Gemma's favorite font calibri Calibri, it's my, it's my most hated. It's the default font on Microsoft. Do you know Words. who loves Calibri though? Who? Kids in the six to eight age range bracket. <laughs> They're mad for it. They do all their dissertations in Calibri. As do university students as well. I tell you what, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm settling my eyes on a Calibri more than you might think. Oh, Lord. I mean, it's, it's the default for a reason. G. Oh, give me a Times New Roman, something with a serif. <laughs> if I can, please. <laughs> Marnie also said that she had proved herself at being good with branding in the past. After Soldier. Which is very rich coming from her because the only reason she won with Soldier is because Avi did Ziff that. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't One know of the great default victories, really, wasn't it? Soldier. Absolutely. I don't even really remember what it looks like. It was only last week. <laughs> I know it was like road safety vibes, wasn't it, Soldier? It was rubbish. But yeah, yeah, Bradley was quite fuming about how the quiz was boring and it had a bit of an anticlimax because they didn't do a winning moment at the end. He was just yeah, no shit. very plainly not 
happy. He did not have a poker face. No, absolutely not. I wouldn't be happy to be landed with that app, though. Oh, no. Horrible. <laughs> but yeah <laughs> so yeah we're moving towards the 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 then go to present to mm-hmm. what i enjoy you know they mentioned the name once it asda was the big the major retailer and then there was an <laughs> online <laughs> retailer one of my favorite bits of the apprentice yeah love, um, that. love that good twitter account called second mentions Gemma. that you'd enjoy do you follow that no what's that it takes sort of tabloid speak where it's like when they're trying to mix it up. So instead of saying Asda every time, it would say like the retail giants, whatever. But sometimes they get so Love tortured, it'll be like the caramel based milk drink and shit like that. <laughs> yes. Or the the toe tapping songstress. It's all, all mad, <laughs> terrible uses of English. I'd love that. That sounds great. So good. But yeah, so he'll went into the pitch with a kind of a strategy that's been building up, I think, over the years of The Apprentice of saying, you know, it's just a prototype and anything you, anything and everything that you don't like, we will just say we're going to change. And it yeah. really backfired hugely. Another enemy yeah. of what the did pod, you guys think? Prototypes. <laughs> Give us the full thing. We can't buy it if it's a prototype, right? That's what the guy was saying. I mean, yeah. it comes back to this argument we've been having for years now of how much can you change? <laughs> how much are you allowed to pretend that you can change? Because mm-hmm. although it is a it's cop out city and it shows that he doesn't have faith in his product to sling that word around six times on the spin, but then also when the guy was like, "Listen, you keep talking about prototypes, you know, you're, you're here to sell me this today." And you're like, "Well, yeah, but also, sir, we're on the Apprentice. We ain't selling you shit. This is right. all make believe." <laughs> yeah, but so he, he really went far. Yeah, but it's like so. Haley was saying. <laughs> You know, it's it's very brown, so it won't be so brown, but there'll be a bit more gold in the wood grain. The brown will be there. There's no way around that, unfortunately. Um, but, you know, it will be a brighter brown. You know, yeah, did you not that. say something like, brown does symbolise a treasure chest and there's no way around that, unfortunately. <laughs> yes. And they were like, there are much brighter treasure chests out there. You know. <laughs> At what point does brown become very brown? That's my question. Well, they were like, be assured. Be With assured his it brush. Be at this brown. That's fucking brown. With his brush is brown, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I think um, so. Hale referred to it as primary brown. So, yeah. Red, yellow, and blue have had it too good for too long. <laughs> Here comes Time to brown, get brown baby. in there. The colour you make by mixing every other colour together, basically. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. I think the crucial thing that he did wrong, because we do always bring this up, and it's, it's never really a straightforward answer to how they're like sometimes they're allowed to get away with it and sometimes they're not but I think he fucked it by firstly saying that off the bat like it's a prototype it's a prototype it's a prototype whereas I think in previous pitches people have waited until there's been a bit of a criticism and then they've said well you know we can look into that and we'll change that that's a great point I think to go in and just be like this is actually not what we wanted to produce. You've got to yeah. hold your nerve, I think, on that one. Pick your yeah. battles. Yeah, as the guy said, basically, he was just like, yeah, the premise of this, though, is that you're trying to sell as a product. And if there's if it's a prototype, there's nothing for you to sell. There's nothing for us to buy. And that's why in the end they mm-hmm. got nil, wasn't it? Because everyone yeah. was just like, fuck this. You know? Yeah. yeah. I think well, they, had, they had a few things going against them, but I think that was kind of the nail in the coffin of like, they just, yeah, they 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 did not sell it on the pitch, and they just didn't like them. 
Yeah. Well, they didn't, did they? It's Remember when they came out and they were... Pretty bland faces, it seems. <laughs> Not great. And Bradley was like, how did you think that went? <laughs> how do you think that went? Suhail said, couldn't tell. Couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> You'll soon know when you get no orders yeah. placed. And the other pitch, what was going on in that one? We had another scorning of Avi. Avi wanted to pitch and he got scorned yeah, again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, Avi. He was watching oh. on from that doomed balcony and when they mentioned the stats, <laughs> he went, no, no, no. <laughs> this was the one thing time. we didn't want. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah, the other pitch... Yeah, Simba, God love him. He was bringing mm. the enthusiasm. He was bringing G Flynn levels of enthusiasm. <laughs> he was I 11 like out of 10. Yeah. But then when they said he looks like he's been held up by gunpoint, re Larry, Simba was so deflated. Yeah, Listen, again, no was, poker face he, on Simba. Yeah, he, he was so excited about at his that rap. Point, I think Simba had really started to like feel like he was Larry at that point. So it's quite <laughs> a hard yeah, It's very personal you know. for him, wasn't it? It was tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To God hear that him. the baseball cap was not cool from the good people at Asda was a Savage tough bit, a tough note for Simba. What they needed instead of a baseball cap is a bucket hat. Bucket hat. Oh, okay. That's current. Thank you, Larry Siobhan. on pills yes. at transmit. <laughs> <laughs> They needed That's a bucket hat and a little, cool. a little bum bag. Yeah. And if you think the industry, crit- well, critics, or if that's what you want to call them, the industry panel, if you think they were harsh, let's have a little, let's let's tip our baseball caps to the focus groups of young children who fucking hated it. Because <laughs> they, they were amazing. fantastic. Love. I absolutely love when they have children doing customer research. Honestly, I kind of think that the game was worse than the app and my favourite part was when it was over. Give me that millionaire on the jet ski again over that. (laughs) Yeah, it was so brutal, wasn't it? It was great. I loved it. (laughs) Why were those... I hope those kids were getting paid. That seems like an annoying thing to have to do as a kid. You know? Yeah. Product Well, they were laughing at it. I think they enjoyed ridiculing them. Yeah. Victoria couldn't get through her words for the, in the pitch. And then in the boardroom, she fessed up and said it was the first time she'd ever done it. And she kind of got away with it, which was annoying. Mm. Like, no. I kind of thought they were quite harsh to Victoria. Maybe this is this just Stu Crush talking. <laughs> I, think this, I think it is. I feel like she, yeah. um, the stumble really wasn't that bad. We've seen some real dry mouth stumbles in pitches in, in our years. And I thought hers was pretty minor. And obviously, I think that was the, probably... The only or the only bit of the worst of it because it, it made the edit. I can't imagine the pitch was that bad. Yeah, but maybe, maybe I just I mean, fancy. It's it. Maybe it's hard. pretty privilege. It's all... <laughs> pretty privilege. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's tricky with Victoria because she's. I think she's good, but she also like she always complains on tasks. She's there's always something that she's like hammering home about, and it's been like that since week one. Can't be a Mona on The Apprentice. We've said it till we were blue yeah. in the face. <laughs> you cannot be a moaner. You can't moaners get that are second only anyway. to shirkers with book learners in third in terms of the three most hated from Lord Sugar. <laughs> exactly. Don't cross any of those lines. Or you won't get to enjoy the science-themed afternoon tea bounty at the end of the line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, should we talk about the boardroom a little bit? I yes. really want to give a shout out 
there, there's always one point in a season where Lord Sugar does do or say something that genuinely makes me laugh. <laughs> and it happened tonight when he pretended to take a bite out of the lunchbox. <laughs> the thing is, yeah. he's got all these written gags, but when he pulls out a bit of physical, that always lands. Yes. He's one of the great physical comics. He, not, he, does he had a bit about, work. about a giant toothbrush or, t- or what? There was something yeah, that like absurd yeah. rant you went on. Yeah. Absurd, like <laughs> enormous raspberries or something. It was like very vivid and uh, and haunting. Because he's actually quite surreal it. when it's his own instincts. He's tied to the script, yeah. but he should follow his instincts. Yeah, I really enjoyed him pretending to take a bite out of it because that's exactly <laughs> what I would have done. <laughs> that's why it's so amazing that he has such many, so many fuck-ups online and all this bad PR because he's ultimately a cute old man. Put stuff in his hands, have him be doing cute things, you know? Then we can all get on board, cuddly little teddy bear, Uncle Alan, great. It's one of the but, easiest you know, things you can be in life, by the way, a cute old man. I'm going to play the part oh. well, I think, when I get there. I'm studying how they're all doing it now. I'm looking forward to it. I, I love think it. Cute old men, we want to love cute old men. We want to laugh. They get an easy laugh, so it's a tap-in gig. Oh, and he's he's fumbling exactly. it most of the time. Exactly, exactly. So get rid of the Twitter, more of your surrealist chomping mm. into big leafs. <laughs> <laughs> then we're yes. got you. <laughs> yeah. Yum, love it. But yeah, the boardroom. We also got a little bit of gold from Avi again. Hate to hate to put forward our, our friend Avi once again, reliably giving us the lols. He said we focused on the smile, which is in contrast to what pirates are. They are normally very scary. Says Avi. <laughs> Show me the lie. That was. So Where good. is the lie? <laughs> oh, God, there were some good. Um, there were. <laughs> some really funny kind of choices of words in the boardroom this week because I'm pretty sure Marnie at one point said to Sahail, "Well, that's a character flaw on your part <laughs> that you're that influential instead yes. of the, instead of saying you're that easily influenced." Yes, yeah. it was a fuck so up, wasn't it? Yeah, and Marnie she she did a kind of interesting tactic this week where she was like, "If I could just preempt the argument that is coming." She knew that they were going to try and throw her under the bus and say she was a disruptor and she got in there first. Alan wasn't sure what to make of it, don't you think? He was like, whoa, what's this? Hit first, hit hard. So he'll probably talk of that. Yeah, but yeah, she was like, oh, they're all going to say I'm a disruptor. And then she kind of accused Kim K of planting the seed and then Sahil watering it, you know, some imagery there That's some real lawyer shit from Marnie. 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, she wants to be on top of the narrative, which is a smart move, you know, because it can go anywhere in the boardroom, right? You might as well mm. pounce on it. But everyone was a bit unnerved. They were like, whoa, okay, we haven't even had time to to sort of be annoyed at you yet, Marnie, but you're you're coming, you're, she's coming and punching. Coming and swinging. Boxer yeah. and Barrister, yeah. you know, that's <laughs> useful. She's not going to go Absolutely. down without a fight. Yeah, she's swinging in every department of her life. Yeah, um, exactly. I thought it was a really shit, but it was right at the beginning, but really shit back and forward with, um, so yeah, Sugar asked Danny what was going on with their product. She, in a roundabout way, is trying to get the words out that it's a caterpillar. He's he's not interested in actually listening to the answer. He knows what it is. He just wants to get to a gag about Mark being a pest controller, but he's sort of, mm. he's biding his time and he can't get on the roundabout to land this gag because Danny's just talking and talking. <laughs> So he interrupts yes. Danny, cuts her off for his dog shit joke about him being a pest controller. And then Mark, true to his form, uh, doesn't like a joke at his expense, which we've seen two or three times in the process. 
and immediately yeah. claps back about how a caterpillar only technically qualifies as a pest <laughs> when it is in the home. Outside, in the garden, as Larry was, he's not technically a pest, so I've still got the upper hand. Oh, you got nothing on me. And oh, I just thought that really reflected up. badly on both of them. Yeah, 100%. That's so funny how you can't get on board and chuckle about that. Be like, ah, yeah, I would have gotten rid of Larry. No, no, I'm going to have to control is actually a serious there. business. Yeah. My company swapped to electric vehicles last year. <laughs> I don't see you making jokes about that. Mark was also chuckling about how he's not married and he's happy to be not married and all this sort of stuff, which makes me think, I is he younger that. than he looks or something? Or maybe he's just he's not the marrying kind. What, 35 maybe? <laughs> Do you think so? Yeah. Give or take. Mm. I did think that was interesting, mm. though, because, I mean, there are many enemies of the pod at this time, but I seem to recall us calling the constitution of marriage an enemy of the pod. Um, yeah, yeah, stand by that. <laughs> mainly heralded by you, Gemma, and obviously we hate Mark. So, I mean, where do we lie on this to the whole the enemy of your enemy is your friend sort of routine? Is he is he in Ooh, the fold now? Okay. Do we like him now? Shit. A That's tough, a toughie, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, Maybe we'll tough. have to just re-embrace marriage. <laughs> <laughs> a friend of the pod <laughs> yeah we like marriage now as long as you're not marrying Mark <laughs> yeah marriage is weird honestly it's like he, oh let my daddy give me away to this other other boy while I wear mm. this little white dress it's creepy sorry to the yeah. married out there <laughs> <laughs> we're not calling married people enemies of the pod though are we let's, it's no, just no. the constitution just the concept no, yeah, yeah. yeah. People do it in cool ways now. They make it like more cool and and humanist and all that shit. But mm. they, people have donut old... towers now. Great, that's nice. <laughs> Bit of branding, a font font watch. You know, you could get font a watch. font watch at a wedding. But the concept, yeah. you know, it's some creepy business <laughs> going on in the heart of it all. Is what I say. Yeah, stand by that. I agree. I did notice in the boardroom, or I had, I came to the revelation that we hadn't really seen much of Sahail which always makes you kind of think maybe he's a dark horse, but it is ultimately because he's crap. Yeah. Yeah. These are the kind of weeks where those characters, it's hard to tell, isn't it? Whether they're simmering away in the background and they're, mm. they're, they're just not good telly, but they're doing well. Or mm. if they're doing fuck all and they're going to get the heave next week. Yeah. Which is kind of yeah. what he said to Bradley, wasn't it? When he didn't fire him. Yeah. Bradley's going to have to step up next week, isn't he? Um, Although, do, do you guys was catch that PM thing? That for I, Zip Zap thing? Oh, he was for Zip Zap, yeah. Yeah, he was. Did you catch the thing that Sugar said about him being the youngest ever fully certified DEA, which I looked up and is something to do with energy or something, domestic yes, energy? I I heard that. And he, yeah. that was only to get to a gag about, didn't ex, what was it? Didn't, <laughs> don't expect anything. That's a real don't. creak of that. <laughs> Especially off the back of the PPA. Oh God! The ah, yeah. oh, that's right. So he's got two jokes yeah. that were both about um, initials. So I'm amazed they both made the edit. PPA, yeah. which was pirate, <laughs> platinum pirate adventures. No one at any point had referred to it as PPA. So it went platinum pirate adventures. Oh, PPA. Oh, that's like face masks. Mm. <laughs> it's like dodgy Yuck. face masks. It's just yeah. like he has them so pre-written. He's trying to squash them in, isn't he? I mean, we've said it before, but. Bad, what I haven't stuff. said before, though, is that I really find Suhail to be very handsome. So <laughs> I, I'm yes. sad to see him go, actually. But Good looking me guy. too. Good you don't do that him. much martial arts without getting a hot bod. Right, I'd love to see what's under that suit. <laughs> 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 We're lucky, though, G, because 
if it, if Tim wasn't here, yeah. Sahail would have been the only piece of eye candy. The only trade. And we yeah. would have been really, you know, we're only on week seven. So it would have been rough. Oh, it's a Sahara desert kind of out here. we across the you board know? this year. Yeah. Well, you're not starved, Stu. No, Victoria only, really. And kind of Marnie. Not, what about Danny? No, I'm not mm. interested in Danny. I'm sorry. I think she's a good candidate, but yeah. um, she's not a stew crush. <laughs> nice. I'd like mm-hmm. to be friends with her, but I love yeah. her. I think yeah. I would have a right laugh on a night out with Danny. I think she'd be funny as fuck. Yeah. But I think she'd be a nice colleague. Not a stew crush. Yeah, she'd be fun. <laughs> okay, well, sounds like it is tough for, tough for Stu as well. For the straight they, white they man. Got problems. <laughs> Usually you get four or five in my experience on The Apprentice, but yeah, you do have. You normally have a buffet to choose from, <laughs> don't you? Yeah, I don't like it now. The boots on the other foot. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, the stars. The star is still Abby. Basically, Abby's yes. still yeah. light lighting my fire every week with. Jumping. He is good value. <laughs> He's yeah. just tap dancing his way through these weeks as well without even a scratch on him. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I love it. Although the candidates now don't trust him. They, anytime he tries to be any kind of sub-team leader involved in presentations, they're just like, absolutely not. So of course yeah. we won't be choosing Avi uh, yes. until the next. So he's got that kind of curse hanging over him now. Mm. Probably should mention that it was a Granian this week. 1,500 to nil. That is a pumping. Yeah, it was rough. Yeah, Mind no you, orders. last week with six, with the sixty percent refund was also rough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You've seen zero Sorry. orders before. It's not unprecedented, but it is always notable, isn't it? When yeah, it is. When yeah. even in a hypothetical non-real situation, they're not prepared to even pretend to make any orders. Mm. That's a <laughs> not willing to put does good name on the <laughs> no anywhere near the Pep the Pirate. Never mind. Right person fired. I think yes. so. Yeah. Ultimately, yeah. was responsible so- for the failure of the task, wasn't he? <laughs> he was, yeah. That's PM. Yeah. And that's yeah. Rip. So it's a rip. Yeah. Rip Sahil. Sahil. Rip Sahil. Um, but handsome we go Sahil. again. Next week, Hope I he- think I speak on behalf of all three of us when I say Luke's hilarious. <laughs> I have written in all caps immersive event. 10 exclamation marks. Prisons for G, five exclamation <laughs> yes. marks. Oh my God. Role playing as well. There's going to be one back in time. time Marnie wearing a giant playing. sort of old school uh, dress, hiking it up and doing a little, what was it she called? She was like, cheer up, good morning. Doing <laughs> yeah. a sort of like Cockney, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't even know what it was, but I loved it. The best bit of the teaser to me was when they showed Mark and someone was like, the guests are expecting a tour. And Mark was like, tell them it's just an immersive event, no tour. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited to see what goes on there. Also, is this just wishful thinking or in my imagination, he's wearing a hairnet while he's saying that? Yeah, I thought so too. Hairnets involved, yeah, definitely. Reaching unprecedented levels of hairnets this series. Usually you get one. If, If he's got one on there, that's three so far. And I want to, well, I'm, I'm wondering if Avi might be PM as well, because in the little clip, there was something like, he was like, I've asked you to do something, now do it. Uh, Avi, oh Avi snapping could be enormous next week. I mean, almost yeah, certainly he'll be fired if he is PM, because he'll lose and be the problem. <laughs> Especially if he's snapping at people like that, but it looks like box office entertainment. 
can't wait. Yeah. I'm very, very, very excited. Anything where they have to act is like a dream come true for me. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you want to be a good business person, you need to be able to improvise a... An immersive experience through acting. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, well, Stu, you've got a bit of back, back uh, some history in that sort of work as well, haven't you? So you'll have plenty to say also, you know. Mm, yeah. Siobhan, have you ever been to an immersive experience yourself? Is that something you would frequent in your haunting places? I actually have <laughs> been to, you know those like secret cinema things that they do? Oh, cool, yeah. That is an actual immersive one... experience, isn't it? Yeah, it was like a like Laura Marling randomly was performing, wow. and it was like all wow. based around her performing, uh, and it was in like an old school in somewhere in London, and not my haunting. What was the where, like, movie? Nineteen. I don't. There wasn't like a set movie, but it was like right kind of 1920s and then at the end there was like a massive massive group photo that looked like the photo at the end of The Shining. <laughs> Ah, okay. Nice. Was it good? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Wouldn't yeah. do another one. It, it was three stars, you know. Max. Yeah. <laughs> Two and a half to three. I've right. actually yeah, posted yeah. one of those. Have you? Yeah. So, like, when I was in uni, me and some of my friends who were in the comedy, Edinburgh Uni Comedy Society at the time, uh, were, uh, we, we did like a viewing of Airplane in mm-hmm. the cameo in Edinburgh and we it was actually really fun we all got like dressed up as like the nuns with the acoustic guitars and everything and air was we had like no 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 <laughs> um, <laughs> we, we did like um, little we made handmade little uh, plane tickets and stuff and it was honestly That's a cute. good time yeah it was that great it was fun. great fun at the cameo but it was like so much hard work that we couldn't do another one we were one and done mm. <laughs> you know it's trying Host an immersive mm. event. It was a lot, but yeah. yeah I, I wonder like if we could do an immersive event that's like the like an episode of The Apprentice. Oh my god! I, I definitely hell. think we should do that. I think I proposed that to Stu early on pre-show <laughs> yeah, the pre-show era. I made like a PowerPoint that was like, okay, if we were going to do this, <laughs> I remember what would it that. Be? Yeah, I think we did it on the pod, like, yeah, and it was like the Apprentice corporate t- kind of thing. Yeah, which, you know, we could put on the back burner if we ever really need to make money, you know. Mm. Like, yeah, tickets are not going to be cheap for that. No. no. We've got to look at the overheads <laughs> and ultimately golden. we need to make profit, don't we? So the whole point of it. <laughs> it's a profit task. What was that you quote know? a few weeks ago? You you buy something, you something, you sell it and that's how you make profit. <laughs> and that's all of us you do. If something costs something, 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 something you sell it for and then you make a profit. <laughs> there you go. I'm going to get like <laughs> a neon sign in my room that says that. <laughs> Incredible. Shall we come to plugs, my friends? Plugs, plugs, plugs. Yeah. Gemma? I'll be really quick. Thanks to everybody who bought tickets for Vision Board. And tickets are still available for my talk in March at the Zine Library that is about abolitionism, the theory of abolitionism. So have a look at the Zine Library website. If you want to buy tickets to that, they are pay what you can. So, you know, no pressure. You can kick back and enjoy. But that's all from me. Thank you. Do (laughs) <laughs> I would like to plug uh, my last friend show, The Peach, which I'm doing at the Glasgow Comedy Festival. And I've put on an extra show on Tuesday, the 21st of March at 7pm. Tickets still available for that. As well as that, I'm doing a work in progress of a new show at Monkey Barrel in Edinburgh on uh, May the 19th, Friday, May 19th. I would also like to plug 
my other podcasts, What's the Script and Some Laugh, and I would plug Laura Marling's last album, Song for Our Daughter, which came out during lockdown, which I enjoyed, <laughs> particularly the songs Held Down and For You. Lovely stuff. Siobhan? Are we in Music Corner now? Music Corner. Are we doing a Music Corner? If, you're, um, if we're in Music Corner, I've got a pirate-themed song I'd like to recommend. It's called Poor Please. Pirates, and it's from the SpongeBob musical. And I always Brilliant. think of it anytime I see pirates. It's an amazing <laughs> song, total banger. If we're staying okay, in Music Corner and Pirate Corner, I would also uh, plug um, Rich Girl by Gwen Stefani. A great song. Which is what I think of yes. when I think of pirates. Yes. Absolutely. Why, Stu? Why? Because they're on a pirate ship in the video. Oh, in the bed. Mm. Love it. It's fantastic. Love it. Great. And now I'm thinking about it in Music Corner, Siobhan. On my last episode of my podcast that's filmed, I was wearing a Happy Spendy t-shirt, which is Siobhan's old band, Rip. Rip. And also, I don't know if we've mentioned this on the pod, but the name Happy Spendy comes from an episode of The Apprentice years ago, long before we did this podcast. So it's all come full circle. Yeah, God bless. There you go. Movie Corner. Movie Corner. Um, My plug for Movie Corner this week is a film called Fire of Love. Ooh. Um, yes. Sounds horny. Is, it, <laughs> I mean, if you find volcanoes, then the study of volcanoes horny, then yeah, it's horny. Very much so. I don't, but someone will. Um, Gemma. Someone will. <laughs> they, well, it's, they sort of explode, don't they? That's sexy. That's pretty horny. Yeah, that is yeah, sexy. I think about it. It's hot and horny. Um, absolutely, yeah. I feel like this, we're really not setting people up for what this film is actually going to be like. Uh, it is a documentary that came out recently about two, a couple who are who were volcanologists and it's all about their love of volcanoes and it's all a lot of the footage that they filmed when they were studying volcanoes and they both died kind of studying a volcano in Japan but it's really beautiful and highly recommend it and it looks amazing and it's narrated by Miranda July who I love mm. so is she a writer Miranda July yeah, yeah. So yeah I've got one of her short story collections I think mm. yeah. yeah she's first bad good. man Quite surreal, like Lord Sugar. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like that one. Mm. But then there's another um, movie about those two by Werner Herzog as well, I think. Which you I can... have also seen, yeah. Hey, go on, go on. Is the, is the, the Werner Herzog one, is it good as well? Or is it worth it's watching? It's good, it's like, it's, it's very his vibe. Mm. I would say the Miranda yeah. July one's a little bit more fun. Nice. Um, so you could, you, you know, you could do a double bill. Uh, love that but yeah that's my that's my shout out for Movie Corner this week what about you guys have you watched any movies I watched no. the Pamela Anderson documentary I enjoyed mm, that. that really enjoyed it I think the um, Munch or, or whatever his name is Larry would enjoy it because it was like very 90s you know back mm. to the 90s lots of uh <laughs> I don't know backwards baseball caps and stuff, but yeah, God, do you you guys might be a bit young to even remember Baywatch? Really, do you? Do you remember Baywatch? Well, did you ever nah, watch it? I'm obviously I didn't watch it. it. it I know of it. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it was huge when I was wee. It was like iconic beyond belief. So yeah, I love Pamela Anderson. She's she's an icon, and the whole thing's kind of about her trying to wrestle back her 
ownership of her own image because she was so mm. famous that people just never respected that. But and anyway, don't want to get too out, right? serious. And she got a book, so that's great. I'll, I'll, I will or read have that. I conflated that with the documentary. I thought she had a book out. No, I think Could I think she, she might do. She's doing a bit of a tour <laughs> to try and set the record straight because I think she was really unhappy with that TV show that came out about her. Yeah. She was yeah. like, fuck that. So this is just a shout out to Pam. <laughs> shout out. Friend of the pod. Friend of oh the pod. Oh my God. Yes. Love her. All I've watched since last week is the complete first series of Frasier, which I was telling Gemma about I mean, before the iconic. podcast. She's a huge Frasier. Stan, I kind of missed Amazing. it. I watched it a little bit before school growing up. Mm. I was more of an everybody loves Raymond Gal back in the day. So I'm, I'm writing <laughs> historical wrongs by getting into Frasier yeah. as I turn 30. Oh, and I'm loving that's it. That's great. Oh. And we're obviously all very excited for the uh, reboot starring the Rodney reboot. from Only Fools and Horses. Nicholas Lindhurst, <laughs> yeah, friend of the show. Yeah. It's going to be bad, but I'm bracing myself because Frasier's like, it's so dear to me, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but never mind. I mean, Gemma, yeah, it can't be any stuff. worse than current yeah. episodes of Family Guy, right? So <laughs> Exactly, which is all I'm filling my time with, so... <laughs> I did think of Family Guy. I thought of you this week when Victoria said that kids want more grown-up cartoons. Obviously, I'm thinking straight to Family Guy. (laughs) Yeah. Did I tell you guys this already, that Timothy Chalamet is a Family Guy fan? I think you did, yeah, which I love. Have I told you my Timothy Chalamet gossip on here? No, tell me. No. Um, Allegedly. (laughs) Allegedly. Well, I know someone that worked with him on a movie. Um, as his personal mm. wrangler on set and apparently Amazing. his diet all he eats is um, tuna and rice mixed up together and uh, protein bars and apples that's all he eats mm, rice though so that's good that's a scoop rice, Timothy yeah, Chalamet's diet from me. if you want to look like the skinniest person in Hollywood <laughs> that's how to do it the yes. kids app that they made for fucking Larry should that should have been one of the facts one of the quiz questions <laughs> he's counting calories big time <laughs> Oh my god! Wow. So do you Allegedly. think he does count cal count cows to get in shape? I guess so. Hmm. I don't think you need to if you're anyway. just eating tuna and rice. Mm. I'd love to watch a Fraser with Chalamet. I bet he's a big Fraser head, but you know I'll yeah, take Family I Guy. See that? I could definitely go toe to toe with him. Read the people of Quahog <laughs> 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 all the characters. <laughs> oh, shout out to Family Guy! Um, shout out. Plugs wise, I suppose. Also, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Stuart McPherson mm-hmm. underscore on Instagram at Stuart McP on Twitter at Gemma Flynn. Yeah, on both. Uh, on at both. Siobhan just on Twitter these days at Siobhan Ma. I'm not on Instagram. Yeah. Yes, and yeah. you must follow all, all three. three. And on Instagram, all two. All yes, two. all two. Sad. <laughs> Any more? For okay. Anyone? Well, that's it. I think Siobhan. That's it. Well, what a pleasure. Week. A pleasure and a treasure. <laughs> oh. It was treasure fresh. <laughs> okay, see. And uh, I'm looking forward to <laughs> next week, big time. <laughs> oh, it's going to be yes, good. Yes, definitely. All right. Okay. Nice to see you both. Everyone. Thank you for Thank listening. You. Bye. Bye. Bye.
just say.